Welcome to the Kinship Care Liverpool podcast. My name's David. As always, taking you through another week of the best and worst of being kinship care, kinship kids, and everything in between. Now, a, a couple of weeks ago, I went on a course. It was a Zoom um, course in regard to attachment, which was run by the Kinship Charity. And this was a really good uh, thing to do. Um, I, I always say this, you know, anything to do with with courses, um, any, any advice, any, I mean, obviously they're all... Unfortunately, at the moment, most of them are through things like Zoom and things like that. Um, but it's always good to build up your knowledge, whether it's to do with autism, attachment, um, how children re- adapt to certain things. I mean, it's 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 hard. It, it's a really difficult thing that that any of us are doing, uh, looking after children, even if it is just you know, I don't want to say normal children, but just even our own children, um, looking after them, seeing how we deal with. With children on a day-to-day basis it is possibly one of the most difficult uh, jobs in the world and it, it, it's funny sometimes when you actually talk about looking after kids and you talk about you know the, the hard work I mean it's that thing of you know I, I'm you know, I'm in a full-time position at the moment working working in my job and I don't know whether I'd rather do that or look after children it's 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 such a you know apples and oranges one you know it's where you have some days where you have the most wonderful people you speak to and everything else and then you have those days where every single person is is a negative um experience and it's the same with looking after children it's the you know looking after them you have days where you know you have the best day ever and you it's all cuddles and it's all going to the cinema and eating food and doing crafts and all of that and then you have days where you are constantly having things thrown at you and you're called everything in the world and you're the worst and it's you know it it's it's you know i always think that you know when a lot of people talk about what you know, being a mum and it is your heart you know it's work and it's you know, being a mum being a dad being a parent i should say being a parental uh, responsibility it is possibly one of the hardest things to do um and i've said many many times you know i I, I take my hats off to anyone who does this past the age of say you know I'm 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 41 and even I struggle um, and obviously the, the age of a kinship care skews towards an elder generation it's, you know it used to be called grandparents plus for a reason is that the majority were grandparents uh, you know in the 50s 60s about to retire or come towards retirement or you know whatever it would be slowing down and then all of a sudden a child is dumped on their lap um sometimes quite literally um so this uh, this course i say run by by kinship was to do with uh, trauma and attachment uh and it's it's one of those things where i t- i i I've, I've tried to sort of distill this into my own words because it was quite a, it was a, it was a good course. They do this quite a few times. Uh, I think they did it three times when they did it. But I, I, from what I've heard, the yeah, anytime people want to do these things, if you just make them aware of it on the kinship, the um, the main kinship website, and they can look to see when they can start doing these courses uh, on a regular basis, or you you know, whatever it would be. My it was I think it was only about an hour. I mean, my my only thing with the course itself was that it was only an hour. I think it was on. I expected it to be two or three hours. I think I, I set up kind of a cup of coffee and everything else just to sort of um, for it to be at like an hour. And most of it was taken up by the slideshow and obviously discussion. And then it was people 
telling their own stories and it was nice to hear other people i always say one of the best things about doing these things whether it's through zoom whether it's going to you know activity days uh, you know training days whatever it would be is it's always great to get other people's opinions because there's nothing worse than sitting there and thinking am i doing the right thing and a lot of the times you you absolutely 100 think that you are doing the right thing and then there's times when you think i I, I, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and there's nothing worse than that, especially when you are talking to other people. And yeah, I, 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 would, I would never say that I'm an expert in any aspect of childcare or attachment or anything like that, trauma, uh, kinship care. I mean, even doing this podcast, I learned so much on a regular basis just reading your know, articles and things like that and it's it it's really it's the, the one thing i would say i've i've i think i've mentioned these quite a few times is there's a company called cereba uh, and i'll put a link on this and they are a company that will give you so much information about caring and so if you think you know, I, I i've got an inkling that my kid might have adhd or tourette's or something you know anything like that if they're having problem with soiling if you know if they are smearing and that's that's one that you know i i'm going completely off topic now but um that's one that you know, does get brought up quite a lot as people you know, you know it doesn't matter what they are smearing but they haven't it's a it's a tactile thing where they've they've got their porridge and now they want to smear it all over the table and you know we all have that reaction of oh my god what the what, what mess but it's it's a it's a sensory thing and so you know it's about sort of you know curbing those 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 um those feelings and that those things that they do and trying to sort of make it a positive thing maybe part of their play uh you know there's so many places that do like messy play and you're getting those you you stretchy toys and things like that and you slime baths and all, all, all the other sort of things but you know, we all learn so much but i say the company cereba say it's a it's a it's a, from what i've seen but most of it is free of charge and they will give you so much information um and one of the good things that they do and i've, I've i think i have mentioned them before is that you can then trial out certain products so if you sit there if people will always say to you and, and it, it's one of the worst things in the world uh, in my opinion is when they say oh why don't you just get a weighted blanket or why don't you just get uh, this why don't you just why don't you just and the reason is because a weighted blanket is 30 40 pounds and you don't want to be spending 30 40 pounds on something that might work it's the same with visual lights um there's uh, our nephew loves sentry lights, absolutely adores it, loves twinkling light, anything like that. Um, we were told, oh, there's these fiber optic lights, you touch them, they change color, all, all that stuff. These lights can cost anything from five, 10 pounds up to the hundreds or thousands. Um, but if you go to Cereba, they do offer an, op- an option where you can uh, rent these and you're not charged for anything. You basically will rent them for a period of time. It's usually about two or three weeks. And it's just basically to trial and error what will what will work, what, what won't work. Because and that, that really does help because there's nothing worse than, as I say, it's it's only just you know it, there's nothing worse than buying a a a sentry toy or buying the lights or buying something, subscribing to a service and then find out it doesn't work and it's not for them. You know, it's you know, it's it's hard. You know, people talk about um 
with ours it's about obviously trying to burn his energy off why don't you get him a trampoline and it sounds it sounds great it sounds like a great idea and then when you actually look in argos and see that the the cheapest uh, trampoline is you know 50 60 pounds uh and it's you know 50 60 pounds you know in this day and age with everything going on at the moment 50 60 pounds is the equivalent between paying your gas bill and not paying it uh, so to to say oh why don't you just try it's really difficult sometimes uh, so as I say, I'll, I'll put a link in regards to Sue because because uh, we've done things like that. We've we've hired out the um, the lights, uh, but it's also good in regard to getting that those documents, the training. Um, they do offer a lot of books. So if you've ever seen those books, and you know, we've got hundreds of books in our house where it's like, uh, you know, it's like you know, bear doesn't like to share those, those type of books, and they're great. A lot of them are great, and they do give you that moral lessons, but a lot of them are three, you know, you know, put them a three, you know, two, three pound, whatever it be. But some of them are ten, ten pounds for like a twelve-page book, and it's whether you can actually afford, you know, you know again, ten, twelve pounds. That might not seem like a lot, but then when you add it all up, and it's only one book that a child might get bored of after a couple of days. Now the trauma and attachment. I've actually just noticed, unfortunately, um, that it is probably by the time you hear this, the, the the ones in November have actually just gone. Uh, so I do apologise. I thought that uh, these were a little later than that, uh, but they're done by Julia Davis. I said she was really good in regards to getting the information across about what can cause attachment and the trauma involved. And I think the main thing that really brings it home to me is just how early this can happen. Uh, and it is just it a lot of people think oh it's you when you've got a child who's like two or three years old and you take them away and then they've got that an instant you know resentment and they don't know what's going on and they've been removed from the mum will it happen again or or parent or whatever it would be will it happen again is this temporary especially um when there's the, the the one of the things that always happened or sometimes does happen is there is that um progression where it will be from the mum to a fo- you know, to an, an emergency foster parent to yourselves and obviously that happens in our case so they you wonder in some ways is that what they think is going to happen again are they going to are they going to get removed again and that's what they're worrying about you know, you hear stories and it's quite sad sometimes when you hear stories about people who because they've been moved so many times that they don't um they, they don't settle uh, they don't settle in the new home. They keep a bag that's always packed because they don't know when when they're going to get that call to say, you know, you're now going to move here. And one so one of the things that is interesting is how this can affect you in the womb. So when a, a lot of people say, you know, we we got you, we got um, ours at um, I, I think it's eight weeks old, ten weeks old, something like that. And so the first thing they say is. Wow, so he really didn't have any any chance to attach to a parent, therefore you're fine. And of course that's not the case because obviously the attachment's always there. You know, the attachment will, will you know whether whether that child has been with the parents for half an hour or you know half a year, you know, that attachment is going to be there. Um but the other thing that's never really addressed is the fact that a lot of times, you know, if it was a case of a child being moved to another parents and then that was it they never saw the other parents ever again that would be fine you could probably i don't want to say get away with that but it's you see this you know in in films and tv and all the time where you know 
child, you know, children get moved around. Um, if you if you're here in Liverpool, there's a there's a play a musical on the moment uh, called Blood Brothers by Willie Russell, and that's the essential um, theme of that. Is it's about you know, you know, a child being moved away, um, you know, to another person, and them not knowing about it, just believing that this person is their parent. And yes, that would be the case if we didn't have contact. And then you have that thing of, you know, for in our case, almost 12 months of contact with the parents. You know, one of the people who was um, who was talking on there was saying about how they never understand why, if there's been this trauma of, you know, you know, if, you know, you know and unfortunately there's a lot of trauma that's quite traumatic and everything else. Um, why do we allow them to continue to potentially, you know, continue continue to traumatize them because they're seeing them every week or every day even um and it's it's, it's definitely going to have an effect you know it, it really is um and i don't really have any answers and i think that's the problem that i have especially it wasn't there wasn't a there wasn't a lot of answers with this this course and i don't want that use that as a negative it was nice to get the information it was nice to hear the other people talking my my only criticism with it is that it should have been longer and I did comment to, to them about that about how you know the half hour of the session was fine but there probably should have been maybe another hour of discussion and talking because once once one person has told their story about about what's happened to them there's half an hour gone already uh, and you do find that a lot with these groups um, so you may want to you know if you do do these I'm, I'm presuming from from what it says they do this every month, and I'll have a look to see if this is going to be in, in December as well. Um, <clears throat> but it, if there is, um, I probably would recommend maybe maybe attending a couple of them. I was going to try and attend at least two, uh, just to see what, what they were like um, in regards to how it was presented and the aftermath. Because it was really, I, I thought it was really helpful just to get that information across. And again, to see that you're not alone. And a lot of times that's the main positive thing that I always get from any of these groups, whether it's going to coffee mornings, whether it's going to any 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 Zooms, any any groups that you know, therapy, anything that goes with that. The fact that there are other people out there who can say, Yes, this happened to me as well. And sometimes, and I don't want to this this is gonna sound bad, but sometimes when other people have had it and it's worse it makes you sort of reflect on, well, actually, what I went through wasn't so bad. You know, it, at least there wasn't this involved. At least there wasn't this. At least, the, you know, and, and, you know, and it's horrible to think that, to go, well, you know, you know my, my, mine's better than yours kind of thing. But in, in some ways, that does help uh, get you through a lot of this. Because if you are sitting there with, you've had to take in five children, and this has happened where people, a whole entire family has had to be like rehomed with someone. And it does happen. Um, so when you're thinking about that and they're all different age ranges, you have to deal with different um, different issues there. When it's just a child, like one child, you know, it, it can be, you, know, you could sit there and almost count your blessings that you didn't have to deal with this three, four, five times. You know, you hear stories about people who... Um, you know, I've heard stories about people who you know, they've taken in two or three kids and each of those three kids has got, you know, the mother might be the same, but all of the dads are different. And so when it comes to things like contact, 
you know, you're having to deal with not just the mum who wants to see all three kids, you're also having to deal with you know, potentially three dads who want to see the three kids. And then, you know, and I, I know I commented on this a while back and maybe something I need to revisit in regard to contact, but that is something that does need to be looked at. You know, when you consider, you know, a lot of times the, the judge will want... Uh, or whoever assigns things like SGOs and things will want some form of contact for the children, unless unless it's completely deemed, um, you know, like um, unsafe uh, and and not you know in the in the best interest of the child the child. Um, but you know, a lot of them will want you know even if it's only one hour a week. You know, if you got four people who all want one hour a week, that you know that's four hours of your of your week. That you're going to have to sort of prepare for those type of things. I mean, it, it's it, it's it's hard, and the thing with attachment as well is that you 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 can't just tell them to stop because it's an internal thing. You know, until they can learn to deal with it themselves, and a lot of them won't. Um, you know, a lot of them will get attached to certain things. You know, you, you will find a lot of the times with especially when there's two parents within the kinship family. Um, that they will attach to one or other, and it's usually the one who's had to do things like like the contact, like the the initial um, things, and a lot of times it is the the female parents uh, because of the maternal instinct that a child has that they go to mum because it's comforting, and the, 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 and even if it's not their actual mum, they still have those those reactions. Um, so it's 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 definitely. I, I mean, as I say, I I definitely would recommend doing these courses. Even as I say, not just this course, any course that comes up, whether it's to do with attachment, whether it's to do with uh, any kind of traumas, um, any kind of how to communicate. Because a lot of the times, the communication is really you know it's quite difficult uh, when you've got so many children across so many different age ranges. You know, not one child will react in the same way which is never a, a, a good thing um and so it's, it's definitely something that needs to be looked at um as i say i'll put the links on the on the page in, as to you know where you can go for them i say unfortunately at the moment they are all zooms uh, i know people don't like zooms and you know if you do if you if you don't um you know like them you know there are other people you know one of the things that i've always thought about in regards to that is about you know getting getting people involved where if you and i'm sure ourselves here kinship care liverpool will probably want to do this is to do the 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 zooms take away what we can and then like like what i'm doing now take away what we can and then come and either on a podcast or a coffee morning whatever it would be just to tell people what we've learned and it seemed, you know, it's funny, you know, I, I don't actually think I've spoken about it at all. You, you know, I haven't really learned much from it. However, just learning about how attachment works and, you know, the fact that, you know, it is, it, it, it starts in the womb. It, it's not just a case of, you know, you can, you know, it's, it, it's not something that's learned over time. And, you know, after, after six months, then you can do this and you can do that. You know, it, it is literally, you know, in, instinct straight away you know a child you know it sounds strange to say but a child will know you know even when they've been taken away from the mum and put with someone else you know from birth they will still know instinctly that they should be somewhere else and again 
later on that's probably how you how you address that that issue um but as i say if, if that's something that you would think that you'd want us to do yeah i'm sure any of us within kinship care and obviously any of your kinship groups may uh, be willing to sort of go onto these groups you know, have a go through the zoom because i know not not a lot of people like them the teams the zooms i'm not a big fan of it myself but you know in in the wider scheme of things especially you know now working you know i know that you know, an hour an hour out of my time you know, you know it's easier when it's you know, when it's within my realm i don't have to travel to somewhere i don't have to go anywhere as nice as that is because usually there's tea and there's cakes and things um but i I, I understand that you know people don't you know they zone out they don't like it I, I I'm not a huge fan of it myself but for practicality purposes especially being being able to do it on a on a monthly basis um, you know it's it's nice that they're able to do this because they don't have to book a room they don't have to um, you know there's there's a lot of com- uh, groups out there who coffee mornings have either reduced or almost disappeared and the main reason is because the actual act of booking out rooms and things like that it's it's a, it's a obviously expensive and and obviously if you if you book a room expecting you know 100 people to turn up and only 12 turn up you know the next time you may consider well is this is this financially going to be worth it you know I'm wasting money on on the cakes and the coffee and everything else um so it may just be a case of 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 just um of, of zoom zoom and teams and everything else being the easiest way of doing anything but i'm sure we'll figure something out in regards to that but as always if you want to get in touch with us the easiest way is through the social medias that we do the the facebook the the twitter the instagram uh, through our website itself through the emails that are on, on here um, if you are subscribed even if you don't listen to us even if, if i don't say if, even if you don't listen to us but even if you do subscribe through spotify or deezer whoever it would be and you ju- and you all you're doing is cherry picking what episodes you want to do at you know, by subscribing it will just you know it will at least show the people in charge of all the like the highlighting and everything else uh, that this is something that needs to be looked at i've i've been trying to get us onto things like youtube just as a, as an, an option because uh, i know people have said that they like to look at it rather than listen to it uh, and it's something that's in the pipeline um hopefully we can get that that sorted it's just it's a bit more complicated than uh, than than doing the, the podcast itself uh, but that's that's something that probably will be in the new year it sounds strange to say obviously it's no it's november now i can't believe that we're actually talking about to you know in the new year uh but hopefully we'll be able to do that so um as, as i say if you do have any comments please let us know and we can certainly have a look at what's going on with that so thank you much for listening my name's david you've been listening to the kinship care liverpool podcast